0: We bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs>
2: Friday, Holden and I were given the best gift of all time. We're on um, Holden's Twitch. We were doing Jackin' with the Holdies, and someone paid for us to sing... When the moon hits your Like a big pizza pie That's a
4: morning When
2: the world seems to shine Like if too much wine That's a morning Bells will ring Tingle-ling-a-ling ling a ling And you'll sing Vida Bella I'm so going Hearts will play Tippy-tippy-tay Tippy-tippy-tay Like a gay. And I realized, why am I such a little Italian beautiful idiot that I didn't ever sing this at karaoke before? <laughs> it is my new karaoke song for when I sit alone and sing songs to myself. But in the future, man, guys, I cannot, I cannot recommend it enough. Welcome to page seven.
4: Oh, Ow. it's a spicy meatball of an episode. Basta it. Spicy meatballs in my pants. Am I right? I don't know how to do this anymore. I'm not good <laughs> at this. It's only
3: been a week, old. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just a regular uh, week. Four other episodes.
4: <laughs> we
3: haven't even been through hell this week, as far as I know.
4: <laughs> no. Uh, no, not at all. Things are going pretty well. I've got a beer in my hand, a brisk, nice, cold, tall IPA. That's hey. brew,
2: baby. That's <laughs> a brisk, brisk yes. brew. Look at us. <laughs> We're young. We <laughs> <laughs> are young. It's if there's just one like a thing movie. about us. No. We are young and not like the fun song. Um I am I'm feeling great today. How are you guys feeling? You know, I feel like it's just like a, the kind of thing where I I don't know if I'm just Absorbing the feelings of, um, I'm so desperately trying to cling to happiness that uh, I'm actually happy now. <laughs> Man, you know sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it, and I've been feeling great. How
4: are you guys feeling? I'm feeling good too. Yeah, it's a bit of a fuck it Friday vibe. You hey. know what I mean? even yeah, even though it's not Friday, it's but you know, I and mean, it's Ash Wednesday, but uh, no, is it? I no, don't it's think it not. is. But it's just the ashes of our sadness Yeah, <laughs> it's ashes of our
2: sadness is how we how we burn it all to the ground. Um, our all of our hopes and our dreams, but man,
3: those ashes will save you. I have- I've transitioned from directly from COVID to moving, so I think that's where my brain is.
4: Oh God, we didn't even talk about that before we started. How did that even fucking go? Doesn't that suck? Are a you, fuck are even you though still it's down doing it? Oh,
3: I'm very much still in the middle of it. It's oh. just you know, I, it's just imagine <laughs> you know where I'm at with my mind is like I just survived the thing I I, I spent two years fearing, which was my family all getting COVID,
2: <laughs> and you not getting it, so you yeah. got to take care of everybody, which is else. good. But and at the
4: same time does it kind of bum you out that you didn't get it a little bit <laughs> well, just because you could just have gotten it and be like I got it I it's also, fine well yes. now
3: I'm just like we're in this it's not like we're doing anything that different but we were really really shut in before so like we we like took the kids on the tra- masked on the train to, to go to Raymore and Flanagan the furniture store everybody wow, loves what a Raymore, and Flanagan. Love Raymore wow. and Flanagan love Raymore and Flanagan highlight wow. This, wow. this is the fucked up thing about
4: the a zoo, pandemic not like one of those fun bounce houses that just to be all the rage these days. Well, that's, we don't know a how immune they store. are.
3: We don't really ever. I keep, I asked the pediatrician, I'm like, so are they like totally safe now for, for at least three months? And they were like, no, we don't really know. But uh, it's the world. Oh, yeah, no one knows me. and it's whatever. Dude. I know. It's I, fine, but I do want to, I want to, I want to fuck, I want to go ham. I want to go to Disney World. I want to at least take a to, to Atlantic yeah. Center Chuck E. Cheese. I want to do something. Oh, God, don't. You shouldn't have done that before, <laughs> B- <Yeah. laughs> We took him to Raymore and Flanagan. <laughs> But, you I'm know... I know. <laughs> I can't I
2: haven't heard the, the name Raymore and Flanagan I think in fifteen
4: years. I feel MJ. like you're turning your children into these like Chakavian characters. And like, someday we'll get to go to a theme park. Someday <laughs> to, to theme park to Disney World. Someday we'll go Varishnikov. You but know today what I mean? We get to go to a, a big
3: room with lots of couches <laughs> in it. I was like upselling it so much. I was like, you know how in Corduroy he goes to a big floor, he goes up an escalator to a big, because we read Corduroy is in a department store, complete abstraction to a child who's never left the house, so I'm like, <laughs> what's gonna be like, just like in Corduroy, a room full of beds and couches. of like, can't we just go to the dentist? <laughs> I do mean, right <laughs> yeah. we, all, we all have memories. <laughs> I think it's probably a mixed of mix of fond and bad memories of doing errands like that with our parents going Uh to the furniture store, but like the pandemic will fuck you up so much that you think like what before the pandemic I would have been like oh my god kill me I need to take my children to Raymore and Flanagan (laughs) whereas with the pandemic I'm like we get to go to Raymore and Flanagan you know it was like the most exciting thing we did in months
4: did they have fun on the furniture at least they
3: did except they were just like like Freddie was like. Absolutely baffled as to why she couldn't take her shoes off and jump on all the couches. <laughs> I mean, like I there was beds everywhere and she was like, Can I please and I was like, Keep your shoes off the beds and she was like, yeah. Well, can I take my shoes off? And I was like, Not really. Like you're not yeah. like, you're not I mean really you kind of to...
4: could do that, but then you're that mom at the Exactly. I'm like, Am I store? really gonna
3: just let you like just take your shoes off? Do you remember
4: and... the worst was when you went with your parents, like your mom to like a to store like that and it was like all fine, everything? But then they run into the friend and then you're just like, and you guys were just about to leave. And they ran into the friend, and then you're just like, (laughs) I was always the good kid, though. So
2: I was the good kid, so I always was quiet, and I was always
4: silent. (laughs) I would be so rude, I'd be like,
2: I I don't know if like obviously I don't have children so I can't speak towards this but I will say my mom did early and often of she pretended that she couldn't hear the pitch of whining and so she would be like I would help you but I don't speak wine I need you to speak properly and then I can hear you and she just and I was like how many years did we scream wine for like and you had to pretend like you couldn't hear us she's like Honestly, not that long. That's yeah. good. you guys really uh, got used to it pretty Take fast
4: because you're just trying to get through. I mean, that's what you're doing with that. Yeah. So that's not getting through in a different way. Does it? than a different way does it do? Yes. I'm bad <laughs> at this. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I. Uh, how tired are you guys? Yeah. yeah. On a scale t- of one to hundred, <laughs> <laughs> both of you guys. How tired I'm are we? Fine. I'm fine. I'm living that couch dad life right now. You're so
3: channeling some spaceman,
4: whatever, <laughs> in your vibe, Jenkins. I make a weird ben spot Jenkins, because yeah. we essentially it's come to a head. The roommate situation has come to a head. We're hopefully losing our roommate soon to baby a roommate. different room. I like that room. you've been
2: referring to the baby as your roommate. By yes. the way, I well, had to take a double take. Before.
4: So, Lexi, between my snoring and the baby, you know, wait, waking up and having needs and whatever, is just clashing lately, and I cannot handle being a problem when I literally have no consciousness of it. You know what I mean? And then like you wake up the next day, and I'm like, apparently, I was just this nightmare. And apparently, too, I would get woken up, and and I'd be like, just let me try to stop snoring. I'd be like, I talk like out of my head. I'm like, I have no memory of this. She'd have to tell me the next day. I'd literally be like, just let me try. I mean, try to stop snoring. And then the baby wakes
3: up. Oh my God, I remember like holding the sleeping baby and then having Gideon, not even, like he does snore a little bit, but like he would do something completely harmless, like roll over and then the baby would wake up Right. and I would just sit in a silent dark room and just stare with devil, like daggers in my eyes. Like, I'll divorce you. (laughs) You
4: rolled over and you woke up the baby. I'll never forgive you. I cannot receive... (laughs) unintended ire yes. any longer so I have now chosen yeah. to sleep on the All great bed oh. the living room so up my vagina bit.
2: you guys have convinced me I will sew up my vagina um, <laughs> nothing is coming out of it nothing is going temporary. back into it it's anymore fine. Um, I'm fine with that
4: it's temporary so at first I was sad for two seconds and then I was like watching TV in bed <laughs> and I didn't have to be quiet <laughs> yeah, around a baby and I was like wait never bu- yeah no totally like college kid you know yeah. totally back to- and I'm like drinking a beer and I was like never mind this fucking rule This is
3: it's been almost two years bless the Lord since a child has shared my room and I am I still, Prefer to fall asleep with the TV on just because I can, Yeah. you know, because there was that time that I couldn't, and now I'm like, just put the TV on loud. I want to be loud. I want the light on, like I and I also I also have a thing about I love falling asleep with the TV on. It's like a guilty pleasure of it's, mine. But yes, it's like truly, you will be very happy when that baby gets. Oh, it's in so the great. Lexi room.
4: came out before bed. We watched Euphoria and just cuddled in bed and just had the best time.
3: Man, nothing gets you in the in
2: the mood for lovemaking than putting on an. <laughs> episode of Euphoria. <laughs> just like you just it doesn't make you just want to be like, we'll never let Winnie out of the house. What if, what if she's a, a child called It? And we, but like, but in a good way. It like is in a so way.
4: <laughs> it is so insane. It's just the thing. I, I, yeah, I can't even get lost in that thought process. It makes me insane. But anywho, Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya, uh, please. Whatever. Uh, I know you say Zendaya. I say it's Zendaya's potato potato, right? Michi. What happened to potato potato? It always
2: makes me think of Zendaya's Michi. The dumb vibe. Viral fucking video that lives in my brain alongside other songs that I will not say right now. Blurred lines that has been stuck
3: in my head Uh. for three
2: days, but it is a weird kind of prison. You
3: can't you you chose not to bear that burden in silence, Jackie. So I think that you should bear that burden. Yeah, Jackie
4: sent MJ (laughs) the 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 link to the song. As some sort of bizarre extra torture device, you know, it, it's so bizarre
3: in at two forty five in the morning. And also an- another little Gideon, also I think, fumes at me in my sleep because I often forget because I I'm just like turn on everything when I fall asleep. I forget sometimes to silence my phone, so sometimes he'll be trying to fall asleep and my phone will be doing the little like. <laughs> Like like the heart, you know, the group chat heart noises and the ha-ha's. And uh, and so I'm sure that I know that my phone was on last night because I also got some, it wasn't you, some random text at 5.45 a.m. that I was up for, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And then I looked, what other text did I get in the night that probably also woke up Gideon And it was 2.45 a.m. text from Jackie that was just a link to Blurred Lines, on Spotify, no comment, nothing else, just blurred lines. And I was so out. I was you don't know how long the hours were between when I woke up to when it was LA time appropriate to text Jackie and be like, Why did you send this to me? Why did you send me blurred lines? Uh, and it I turned out she just wanted blood. to talk about it, you know? I just she was just, I just, she was just thinking about it. About she about wanted to talk about it.
2: it. I just wanted to talk about it. It's been in my head for days. And if I said Everybody get up in front of Jeff one more time. I was worried (laughs) that he was going to end the engagement. (laughs) I thought like that would, And I was like, I just need to talk about, like, I know it's not a good song. I know it's bad, 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 bad. It shouldn't be played anywhere. And I'm not, I'm not supporting it at all. I just get it. I just get everybody get up, stuck in my head. And then the rest of the song gets in my head. And I, it's been days of it. And why is it always that your brain gloms onto the thing that like, I, sh- I can't, like, I mean, don't even get me started on Remix to Ignition. It makes, I, 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 uh, I that I, you is can't.
3: significantly, you cannot. I'm going to say that, that in the buckets of canceled songs, there are <laughs> several buckets, but two important buckets is one is like, Blurred Lines is like, this song does not talk about consent in a good way. That's one bucket. Remix to Ignition is a very different bucket. And unfortunately we got to put many of Michael Jackson's songs in there too, which is just like this song is by a rapist. And and that's different. Like it's different. Everybody, get up. <laughs> it's different. Can we just
2: like take it? Like I just I want I don't want them to get any money. And if I could just like if, like I want to go back in the day. Remember back in the day when you had like a DOS system that you could put a theme on your computer. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time we had Blues Brothers themes, and every time you would shut off the computer, it would play the like monologue, the Blues, like the Blues Brothers monologue. Every time we shut off the computer, I just want on my laptop every time I click something it goes. Everybody get up every time (laughs) and I don't know how to make that happen and I don't know if that would slowly drive me mad but I think it might eat.
3: Out of my brain crevices. Every time you scroll down to read more of an article, it goes, You know, you want it. I'm like, Of course I do. (laughs) Of course I do. I spent
2: 30 minutes reading about Lloyds of London the other day, (laughs) the insurance company that insures celebrity body parts. So, you know, know we got got
4: Raymore and Flanagan, we got (laughs) Lloyds Lloyd's of London. London. What the fuck kind of hip hop? TikTok, Billie Eilish. Uh, Come to us for your relevant pop culture. We are I don't even yum. know. I'm saying dated shit even right now with that shit. But you know what? I mean? Snapchat. Ugh. Ugh, Fuck, man. Snapchat. Something. You can't just say Snapchat all day. I'm saying it just to get people, just to remind people what this is right now. Because right now we're talking about furniture stores, insurance fucking offices. I'm about to cut my own dick off. It's
2: insurance that It does insure celebrity body parts holding. Oh, okay,
4: there you go. That's how we got there.
2: Yes, it did. at least it meant something because it came back <laughs> up again, which um, I had read this before that Heidi Klum was recently talking, which, oh, much love to you, Heidi Klum, and it makes sense that her legs are insured for $2 million and that one is more expensive than the other. And um, she was recently saying this on the Ellen DeGeneres... T- show and um, we're talking about that it was taken out for her by a client that she was working for and that one of her legs actually has a she fell into a, a she fell into glass when she was younger and she has a big scar on one of her legs so one of the insurance is less on that leg than wow. it is for the other leg and then I just got through a crazy worm time about celebrity insuranced body parts which we will spoiler alert talk about on the list later
4: I like ha, it's what I would you insure Holden? What would you insure? What would I insure I was going to say, too, just real quick, I almost have a difficult time following Heidi Klum on Instagram. She is so ridiculous at whatever I don't even know what age she is. She is a space alien. She's so she is so ridiculous. she's still, I'll just say, she's still and her got children.
2: It. Her whole family so,
4: beautiful. oh, yeah, and her daughter's like They're models all now. She's so and I'm, beautiful. I'm just like, it's <gasps> ridiculous. Donculus, bro. I'm Uh, grateful to Heidi Klum for
3: bringing us into her Halloween party circle. For igniting, like I always was, like Heidi Klum is a
1: hot model. Yeah. But yeah. I
3: didn't know yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Heidi Club that extended the invitation to us per se. Um, but I, I always knew she was like a hot model. I didn't know that she was so interesting. And now I feel Gosh, like I'm so like cool. this is a celebrity that I actually like really enjoy yeah. like yeah. her deal. Like she got a great yeah. thing going on, you know. Yeah. Also
4: I would ensure my throat. Oh, of course, Jack get
2: the, yeah, but then don't you want to do your voice rather than your throat?
3: Is a voice an entity? Can you ensure a voice? Well, yeah, I Can. thought you said
4: body part. A voice is a, uh, you know.
3: Well, that is, I think it's It's part of, I think anything then, I believe that then it
2: does cover anything that makes your voice. So if your voice is affected, that like, I'm getting into the list, <laughs> like a Mariah Carey, uh, then you would, the, like if she can't sing anymore, uh, most of uh, like a lot of her money's got. I mean, we know that's not true when she comes out of her crypt for Christmas and then she makes millions. But. Well,
4: I would say also, I would, I would probably, if I had to pick a second one, would be my knees uh, because Capital. I am in Hollywood and I do plan to try to get some acting roles in the next few years, and that will involve a casting couch. Whoa, now, won't it? Wow. So I'll need those knees fresh and ready to go to blow someone. Whoa. Yes, to uh-huh. blow various <laughs> you know, people of power. You can just put someone up on like a <laughs> counter, and then you don't have to be on your knees if you don't
2: want. Like what you do what so fancy,
4: well-to-do Hollywood director is going to allow me to p- perch them up on a, a counter like a canary bird? No, but you treat them like a Rapunzel, and isn't it
2: nice to be treated <laughs> like a Rapunzel every once in a while? No, I
4: have to bend down. It's not even the, ad, the sexual act. They just need to see me grovel in such an absurd way. That's the whole point, so... You know, they they may be on a pedestal of some kind, but I'll still have to get like knee extenders because they need to see the the. That's what you need knee
3: extenders. Now I know I've already brought up Braymore and Flanagan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to bring up the specifics of how insurance works, but uh, (laughs) if I'm going to slip out of my seat, (laughs) so I understand. Like I if I if I I don't, but I will. If I had renter's insurance, that's like I say. Or in high school, right? I got I was a trumpet player. Thank you very much. I had like a a nice trumpet. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> we did we both holds I did stand up and
2: went
4: Yeah <laughs> I also Yay! I played trumpet in high school too but I never actually had to play and then there was one day where the guy was like everyone has to go around the room and play this one piece of sheet music to prove we all could read sheet music and luckily I was further enough back in the class that I could have it memorized by the time it got to me so I appeared to be reading the sheet music when I actually was just really wasn't. just
3: pretended to play trumpet through
4: high school. I cheated Oh You're yes I totally pretended liar? You're
3: a liar you what uh, I 100% know, who I 100%, can't believe I didn't know I this about it. you until today 100% I started off last year and I worked my way up to first year thank you very much but the point is I had a nice trumpet forgive me because I've never really been good at anything especially with music and I did get good at trumpet and it was like a brief it was a short shining window of being good at something I tried hard at and I had a very nice trumpet and it wasn't so we insured it. It was like a thousand bucks or something, which was a lot for a high schooler, obviously. Uh, but like different than having a string instrument. A string instrument that's nice is like eighty thousand dollars. The nicest trumpet you can get costs a thousand bucks. What?
2: There's no fancy trumpets. What about the ones with the hat on the end? That's the separate, the
3: end. Jackie. You buy the oh. hat separately.
2: Oh, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. Is it like how you dress a porch goose?
3: Gloria, I got you the coat. It's coming. I did, I, I bought little nice fancy turquoise valves for my, like uh, little buttons for my trumpet. It was a nice trumpet, but you just can't spend, it's a brass instrument. You can't, you max out at $1,000 or at least you did in the late 90s, early 2000s. And so, but it was insured because it was a lot of money and I was a dumb high schooler taking my trumpet everywhere I went. For sure. But, The insurance was so that if I lost the trumpet, we would get the $1,000 back. So I don't understand how you insure a voice. What does Mariah Carey's insurance on her voice do? If she can't sing, she just makes money off the insurance? That she gets a payout from. Yeah. That that you are putting in the money and you're investing
2: in the money so that if she cannot sing anymore, then she will get money from it. Like, even if she's- Or like, maybe it just
4: sees. reimbursed for, like, the missing gigs, probably, But like, the probably, money she Heidi Klum's legs? Out on. What,
3: like, if she like, was- like, kid, like, if she
4: was signed up for- If if someone showed up and said, I'll chop off your legs! No! And they cut off her legs, she's just like, no! oh, Don't see, oh, see that! Blood all over the bed. But pool. they were Yeah, I'm gonna get, get the money back! I love, I'm the leg chopper! I'll chop off the legs, everybody in this neighborhood. Hack,
3: hack! Oh, never but I won't chop them off if they're insured. <laughs> they're insured. You'll oh,
4: get the money and back. And then once she gets over that emotionally and mentally and every the horrible tragedy of that, she'd hit up whoever had signed her up for modeling gigs over the next year or whatever and she'd get the money back. But she'd also, be like,
2: well, is that insured? It seems <laughs> that, at least in Heidi Klum's case, and at least in the other ones that I lost my time reading about, <laughs> is that clients take out the insurance policy. So okay. she did not name in this... Are in this interview should not name the client that took out the insurance policy so it would make sense that someone like oh, okay well if you would assume that like let's say you had a Vegas gig like let's say it's like you know Celine Dion is a Vegas gig and she has her and then like it's the gig itself that insures her voice so that if she can't perform they also make money back so it's like a
3: protection for everybody why not insure the whole person it's just such a weird thing to be like it's your vocal cords I need, it's really Celine Dion that you need, you know? I think it's a bass, awkward way of saying, like, well, if you're just sick, you can
2: still sing. Mm -hmm. Uh Like, that kind of thing of, like, well, we're not gonna get any money back, so you better get on that fucking stage, and you better fucking sing. Gotcha. So, like, Think is what, if at least if I'm picking up what Lloyds of London is putting down, <laughs> it seems that that is
3: the case. Uh, okay.
2: And I think it's just so, like, I, I don't know what I would insure. I don't think anything on me I would really necessarily insure. Your breasts. I guess my breasts, but, like, if I got to get rid of them, I'll the just get another five bucks every day when he sees them. I don't, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? That adds up. Oh, my mailman. He's always so hairy.
3: <laughs> your mailman <laughs>
2: tips you for yeah. your boobs? <laughs> um, no, he doesn't tip me for my breasts, but L.A. is a I weird place, AJ, right?
3: it's,
2: it's a strange situation every time I getting me He's, upset. he's and... always upset. He's always oh, he's, really? oh I just wanna I wanna uh, I wanna help him. Um but he's very he's gruff. I've felt his hands before. Rough. Why did and you is feel he always trying hands? to like nervously
4: avoid looking at your chest? <laughs> wait, wait, MJ, how would we, why did you feel his hands? I'm the one that felt his, I hands. his yeah, hands. I didn't no, feel his hands. No, I know, J- I'm just, you were you were asking further questions. So I think we need to back up here. How I did see. you end up feeling? I've never touched my male person's hands. Easy. Ever. Reach out life. for the male, touch their yeah, soft touch hands. Yeah, touch
1: their
2: hands. Um. I sh- I've what? shaken his hand multiple times.
4: Okay. Um. Because <laughs> I don't
2: know what to do, Like because I'm am tr- a hugger, and in <laughs> this new world, I'm not being able to touch anyone, and I shook <laughs> his hand, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to do that. And then I like, like, tried to like el- like bump elbows but he was holding a bunch of mail. And I was like, I'm very sorry.
3: So he gives you the mail and then you just reach out your hand and say, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> <And that's- laughs> It's like ass. a, a weird hand. episode. Do you what hug, you happen? wanted to hug the mailman for giving him the mail? This is weird. <laughs> yeah,
4: he's just, yeah, he's we're new, doing you know? insurance, <laughs> the, uh, how to interact physically with your mailman <laughs> <laughs> and fucking furniture shop. Meanwhile, yeah. everyone in
3: page seven community is talking about this <laughs> massive concert with Alkaline Trio and My Chemical Romance and yeah, Brian yeah, and My and Chemical Romance <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> baby. Um, I will also say, I think it's a
2: very good tip. My mom's like, always make friends with your male person. You never know what you're going to need them to do. And I was like, mom, what have you done with our male people before? (laughs) So if you think my level of connection with my male person is, is deep. I mean, my mom knows all about like, like our male persons, animals. Like my mom makes them like every time she's like, she loves wiener dogs. So she's always making her stuff with wiener dogs on it. And I was like, that's like a, that's a whole other
3: level. Yeah, that's, that's like next level neighbor stuff to be like, I am familiar with my male person's favorite dog, and I get like tchotchkes of their favorite dog. I mean, that's, we could all tchotchkes. aspire to that. Yeah. Not for so some let's, time.
4: Let's talk about it. The When We Were Young festival happening October 22nd, 2022, at Las Vegas Festival I'm Grounds okay. in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm
1: not
3: I love that bed. that's also,
4: dude, that was so in my head. I mean, so many times. Unlike Blurred Lines where you're like, why is this in my fucking head? I knew why that fucking song's been in my head.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> we because have been because okay. I was dealing with a three month old, uh day in and day out. Yeah, but um uh I I would love to go to this, all right, My Chemical Romance and Paramore headlining. Weirdly enough, wasn't into them before, weirdly fans now of them because I did the My Chemical Romance uh, episode for Wizard of the Bruiser and that's how I got into My Chemical Romance and then Paramore recently I was like, I want to go through a pop punk phase and listen to all the shit that like I never listened to before because I was like oh, uh, better than it because I was in college by that time, right? And I was only listening to Postal Service and fucking mm. Death Cab yeah. and you know all, I mean yeah, it's good shit, don't <laughs> get me wrong The Mountain yeah. is
3: also at this festival they that's Avril Lavigne is big
4: head scratcher. Dashboard. I would totally watch Dashboard back Taking back Sunday. back Sunday, Alkaline Trio, oh, no. but
3: it's like a like. Listen, oh, the funniest no. thing to me about this was that the people when I was in high school, people who listened to a quarter of these bands thought all the people who listened to the rest of them were stupid. Right. were it's stupid. Know? Like, It'll you be an interesting
4: scene. It'll be an interesting scene. Bright Eyes, MJ. That's the thing.
3: Uh It's like, for me, I thought that all these other ones were stupid. I was like, I like, but I'll, you know, I, I, I liked Alkaline Trio, Bright Eyes, you know, Dashboard. I remember having some AFI album. I could not name a song of theirs right now if I needed to. But like, you know, the Alkaline Trio and Bright Eyes were like, like, about sad alcoholism, and and then like Avril Lavigne, everybody thought was just like stupid pop punk that didn't mean anything, and like so it is a and range they that of- she's
4: so much more than it's acting. a range. <laughs> I was about, I didn't notice this <laughs> bottom right corner. The Linda Lindas are. Uh, performing. That's that my very mom? young girl. No, no, no. It's that very young girl, Riot girl group that like oh, got yeah. that viral video of them playing oh, in the library. Oh, yes,
2: yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just double my mom and I was like, I don't know if I should go to a festival with my mom.
4: <laughs> hey, it's me, Linda. That is not what my La mother Linda's. sounds
2: like all <laughs> day.
4: No? Call me, damn it. This song's called Call Me, Damn It. Me, damn it.
0: <laughs> Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart.
3: Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, that's yeah, the I thing. Did, Jimmy Eat World, man. It's I, all of it. I, you know, we all I'm scared had to go a, to a festival, guys. I'm scared to go. I'm sc- I'm scared of it. I mean, I'm scared to go to this festival because it, it, it's not let's take let's pretend there's no COVID. And we just Honestly, view, it is outside of COVID. It's more of like yes. the fan base. Yeah, like I <laughs> do I do I want to be around thousands of people aged Thirty to thirty-nine that feeling are all nostalgic dress feelings. like they
4: are emo. Because <laughs> you know everyone's going to dress up for this. It might yeah. not include it. By the way, I'm going to dress. If I go to this, I'm going to dress like a complete fucking. You know, I should dress though as like a. I should dress like an EDM person. That's thought this was a different festival, and then act all sad the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? I just dress like I'm trying to be at like a a crazy electronica show or whatever. Oh my God, Red Jumpsuit
2: Apparatus? I can't believe Red Jumpsuit Apparatus is still performing. They are from Middleburg. Um, I am very familiar with Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, and I I, I truly can't believe that they... um, even still talk to each other. It's everybody, there.
4: man. It's everybody. It's everybody.
3: That's the, the person who sent this to me. Was like every time I look at it, I recognize another band I'm excited about. You wow. know, it's like it really is, and it is such a mix, like. Again, Tickets
2: go on pre-sale tomorrow, Friday, not our tomorrow, y'all's tomorrow. We can get tomorrow.
4: cabana VIP tickets for an un, unlisted price. They're um, so expensive. That's very scary. That's so scary. Oh, no, no. Uh, it is listed. It is $12,500. Wow. Would you like to do a VIP cabana? <laughs>
3: yeah, put a... I mean... It's when you know how
2: poor you are when you hear a, a sum of money like that, and you're like, That is that is truly. But Jackie, this is what
4: you do. You take the all the money out of the wedding. Okay. Have (gasps) the wedding in the cabana. Yeah. Yes. And how? Okay. I'm just gonna. All right. I can convince Jeff, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can convince him to do that. We'll get married at the When We Were Young festival on October twenty second. It's only a couple of weeks before As, the yeah. Real, I was say, real it's going say close. Pick it up and bring it to the festival. I think that this. Uh, I think that this is how he's going to hear about it. And Jeff, are you ready to get married in front of Avril Levine? <laughs> I'm gonna have on. I want to do the wrist. The wrist. Um
3: stretchies. MJ, you know all about the wrist stretchies. I still, I, when I was packing up my shit, I found some wrist, wrist stretchies. I still <gasps> got them. And lest you think, oh, it's only the $12,000, uh, you know, only the, the truly insane would want to spend $12,000 to see, you know, Avril Levine and My Chemical Romance, the general admissions, I'm gonna give you the 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 the, the sliding scale here. General admissions ticket, 224 99 GA plus, Four hundred dollars VIP, five hundred dollars VIP Cabana. Already t- spoke uh, about that at hotel you know and what, ticket honestly, packages. Five hundred, starting at five hundred dollars. We're talking about a uh,
4: people. If in I their- was going to throw down for this, I would. I would con- strongly consider the VIP I because you're already spending yeah. two hundred and fucking twenty 25- five. Yeah, two thirty, whatever it is, on general admission. At that point, it's like I'm
2: also not saying it's not worth it though, because that is an insane amount of bands. It's a good lineup, I I
3: guess. I'm just like hung up on the fact. I don't know what I paid for Warped Tour, but I'm hung up on the fact that I don't think I ever paid more than like twenty nine dollars for a Bright Eyes ticket. Like it was just like not, you know. It was like (laughs) yeah, but I remember
2: even when I went to Bonnaroo, and it must have been like. Two thousand and six or two thousand and seven.
4: Yeah, yeah. How much did you pay? I don't remember. I think
2: I paid like five hundred
4: dollars for it,
2: but I guess for
4: a festival that's a three days. It was like three days,
2: three or four days. Like that's the thing. One day,
4: and it's like all this extra stuff because you're like paying for like the camp. Ground site and
2: all right. We've decided we're not going to do it. No, we go, oh, we're, oh, we're going to do VIP. Oh, we are. Oh, we're going VIP. Gotta go VIP. We're doing yeah. You get
4: air thing. conditioned restrooms. You get a dedicated viewing area by the main should stage. Should we talk to Henry? Charging.
2: Do you think that the network should all get tickets?
4: This yes, is a business go. expense. Of course. For sure. yes. expense. Especially
3: just we, weeks before we your decide? wedding, you won't be doing anything else. Can
4: we somehow get the government to take a chunk of Ben Kissel's money? I mean, the man. You know what I mean. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with it.
3: He's got. He's sitting on his she has Jeez. no idea what to do with it. Let's get intervention get the in there. Get government to take it from bed and give it directly to us. I, w-
4: I should go up to him and be like, can I just be your events planner for the next, like, two years? You just let, give me, like... A million dollars, and I will just like plan. I will just get you at the funnest. We take a million dollars and just buy us all tickets to go to the hundred we action right. festival. Yeah, a hundred grand. Give me a yeah, hundred grand. That's nothing. Give us the cabana. Yeah, Come on, give us the cabana. cabana. Come on, we've been doing Cut, this
3: show uh, for hey, a
4: decade. You get, hey, get us two, the cabana. you get two bottles. You get two bottles, your choice: one premium liquor, one champagne. Whoa, that's great. That already it. pays for itself. You get it uh, pays a cabana. For itself. One bottle for the (laughs) entire day. Air-conditioned restrooms, charging stations. Oh, General Mission, how are you going to charge your many you're phones. Right, yeah. Lord knows. Oh, we have so many phones. How are you going to charge your tablet? How are you going to charge
2: your
3: laptop
4: uh, that you're going to bring? <laughs> it is
3: going to be tough for us to bring in the uh, pallet of champagne bottles that we will need to supplement the one champagne bottle that they give us. That's going to
4: be tough. As a member of the network, I will need to be confiscating upwards of $50,000 from the network to do yeah. this. I think that's okay. I'm declaring it now. It's insurance, right? I'm insuring... Okay. I'm ensuring okay. that we will get to go to the Cabana VIP uh, for this festival. I love this and journey for us. That's how it works, right? Great. Right. Oh, we're gonna it. have
3: such a good time. Jackie's gonna be wedding planning on her phone the whole time oh, we're there. That's yeah, gonna be a lot. It'll be a lot of last minute things, but I'll be paying attention. Once Jimmy Eat World
2: hits the stage, I'll be uh, I'll be ready. That's to the, go. You're
3: gonna put your phone down and you're gonna just. Really be so happy that we spent so much money so that you could sing along with In the Middle. <laughs> it's gonna be so good.
4: By the way, it says up top, tickets starting at $19.99 down. $19.99 Whoa. down payment. Oh, uh, oh yeah, down. so it's just gonna like take seven it's like years. A, it's it's yeah. an investment. Like a, could you imagine paying like money down like that on a cons a one day concert. I I could not fathom no. setting up a payment plan for a one day festival uh <laughs> as opposed to like any actual human necessity. I mean there's
2: a lot of bands there holding <laughs> and the only I mean I just wish that Weird Al Yankovic was there and then we could really really see how the research is going to go for Daniel Radcliffe and yes I am shifting. How do you guys feel about Daniel Radcliffe? playing Weird Al Yankovic in an upcoming biopic. I will not speak first.
4: If he was fresh from Harry Potter I would maybe wonder but I love the work he's done post Harry Potter. It's been very experimental, it's been very all over the place. Also, I think this is a comedic like retelling it of his story. And it's I will also by say it.
3: Written made by Weird Al himself.
4: Yeah, yeah. He's like behind it. It's not some weird, so it's not gonna be some weird, like dramatized thing. And we always joked uh, back in high school, back when Behind the Music was a big deal, uh, that the b- most boring episodes of Behind the Music were the Weird Al episode and the Huey Lewis the lose episode. <laughs> because both of them were like, we never had drug problems. Like, we got out, you know, Huey Lewis the News was like, we had a great time. We got out when the time was right. <laughs> we, you know, we invested our money well, so we've enjoyed, like, a wonderful retirement ever since we left, <laughs> we stopped Isn't doing it? the music. Like, it's just, like, every other episode by the music was mired with, like, drug abuse and, like, all these, sort you know, trauma. And Weird Al, the, the tragic thing that happened to him was his his parents did die, I believe, in a car accident um, at an untimely moment, right? Mm-hmm. Besides any perform that night, by the way, which oh is, like, God. this amazing story. Uh, On stage, he's wearing uh, the "I'm fat" suit. Oh
3: my god! (laughs) Oh my god! The night his his parents. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Wow, because I was about to say
3: I don't really need to know the story of Weird Al, but it turns (laughs) out I do now. I do. I
4: love Weird Al. We did a Wizards of the Bruiser episode on him. Me too, man. That was like the
3: first cassette album I ever owned. We, my family lived. Three my like grandparents and uncles and stuff lived like three hours away, so whenever like the only trips we would make, you know, was always like a three or four hour car ride. And we and the this was truly the early nineties. John and I had uh, a single tape player that we had like earbuds that we shared, so he would have one and I would have one, and we would listen to the Weird Al tape, uh, uh, Jurassic Park, like over and over. And that was like the first album I ever knew front to back. Everyone else knows the hits of Weird Al. I know the deep cuts. Hell yeah. Frank's 2000 oh Frank's 2000-inch TV. You'll be happy
4: to hear, I think he's going on tour and he's doing only originals. Really? Uh, the originals were awesome. Yeah, love, love the originals. So
3: I, that, my feelings about it, I, Jackie, I want to hear not, your... no
4: parodies, rather, only originals. Yeah, you right.
3: know Like the range of emotions, I at first was like, I don't like this. Daniel Radcliffe won't do a good job. I don't really want to know the story of Weird Al. And even since we started talking about it three minutes ago, now I'm I'm like, okay, maybe I do like it.
4: Also, I I, I think this is gonna be a full on comedy. I don't think this is gonna be a real like bio biopic. Like you know what I mean? It's gonna yeah. be this is gonna be really silly. And and they even said, no, uh, what did it say? Uh uh this is sincerely the ultimate combination of talent, creativity, and friends coming together to make something genuinely funny.
2: I'm very so excited. I, about I think it. it's
4: gonna be and, and you know if he's co writing his own story, it's gonna be very, very ridiculous I'm and not so excited. actually. In any way, serious.
2: I really um am wildly a huge fan of Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, okay, especially outside of the Harry Potter movies. I'm not even saying that he did like he did a great job in the Harry Potter movies, but as someone that, of course, you know, near and dear to me. Um, out of the three of us, Harry Potter the books was were forever my big thing, and I was like, the movies will never live up to it. But Daniel Radcliffe has had such a cool fucking Career afterwards and during and like he's a weird person. Mm-hmm. Please watch Swiss Army Man. Yeah, he's eight, like it, it is such a fun weird. But the thing, I think it was in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. I saw him perform in this play that I was obsessed with called Equus. Yeah, Equus is yes. very. You this. guys know Equus. Yeah. Equus is very intense, and I saw him. And it was in a very small theater. And if you are familiar with Equus, <laughs> I apologize. Um, but also for those of you that are not familiar with Equus, it is a—it's essentially like the story of like a psychiatrist who's trying to help this man who is like pathologically obsessed with the like biblical connotation of horses, and he's like has all these horses. And it's just the two people in this play, and Daniel Radcliffe was amazing in it. And all of the weird, cool things that he's done, I think it's because of Swiss Army Man, of him and Paul Dano's relationship, that I now have Daniel Radcliffe in a Paul Dano section inside of my mind of performers that I think are just so wildly talented that make fun, cool choices. Because what I love about Daniel Radcliffe is he didn't need the money after Harry Potter. He's like, I'm gonna... I'm gonna do what I want to do now, yeah, for the rest of my life, I'm gonna do what I want to do, and it makes me respect him so much. And the fact that I hope that he works with Weird Al on this, I think it's actually gonna be a lot of fucking fun. And I did go through like for half a second when I saw the headline, I was like, I feel like a lot of people are gonna be obsessed like upset about this mm-hmm. but I was. I'm truly very excited to see
4: what- No, it's gonna be gonna, absurd. Has it's he done comedy? Really yeah, uh, Swiss Army Man's a comedy. Okay. You should,
2: I think that you and Giddy might like Swiss Army Man, which is essentially that Daniel Radcliffe is a, for lack of a better way to describe it, a corpse, and Paul Dano is trapped on an island. With a corpse of Daniel yes Radcliffe, who I remember interacts with him. Okay. And yeah, it is it's great. Weird as shit. And it's just like it really, I think that is a good way to explain of like the kind of thing that Daniel Radcliffe, it seems, likes to
4: do. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, he's done, but and he's done a ton of other comedy as well. He's he's yeah, he's definitely he's definitely right. I think he's weirdly right. I also like when it's weird, you know what I mean? Or like when it doesn't seem like the, maybe the uh, right on its face, because that means like something happened in a room, like a reading happened, a meeting happened. That someone was like Daniel there was genuine, Yeah, yeah. there was like genuine chemistry and clicking and like, oh my God, this is your, he's amazing. You know what I mean? Like the, it's the Heath Ledger thing, right? It's like, well, why would they cast him? He's not at all obvious. So, like, why would they cast... Like, obviously, they had a fucking reason to cast him right. as the Joker, right? And that's right. exciting, as opposed yeah. to it being, like... That's why the funny thing with um, Lucille Ball... With Nicole With What's-Her-Name, being like, Well, she looks just like her! It's and like, Deborah it's Messing, not, yes. what this... Is. Like, obviously, there was a very good reason why. And I think Nicole Kidman killed that role, by the way. I think she did a great job in that role. And it's just like, yeah, it's not... It's because there's something else going on there that's, like, special. Uh Uh-huh, that's a good point. That you that you don't know because you're a fucking layman. Whoa, you know what I mean? it's not
2: for us to know. Get out your knee extenders, boys. Pull it,
4: boys. <laughs> Suck away, friends. <laughs> what do knee extenders ah. look like, by the way? I'm like, they're like stilts, but for your knees? Is that what uh, yeah,
2: we're Yeah, I so. I actually, I can't <laughs> believe, even as you brought up Nicole Kidman, I'm so mad because I completely forgot to send you guys the link that Nicole Kidman was told live about how people feel about her AMC advertisement that I've been (laughs) screaming lightly Ah. about towards you guys for months. And she had no idea that people either are obsessed with it or hate it so brutally. And she's just so like, it seems, I don't know, maybe it is just like the, I don't know, the the fillers of the Botox if she was just like, oh, I didn't
4: know that people were so
0: (laughs) obsessed with it. And they're
2: like, yeah. People are like losing their minds about
4: it because it is—it's played at every yeah it's every time. Movie. Sometimes at you do something single. and then and again. By the way, also clearly means she doesn't actually go into of not. a movie She just movie got, she t- c-
3: took the money. Of course. <laughs> can you got cow- imagine? It. Can you imagine Nicole Kidman being like, "I guess I'll buy the popcorn and you save our seats"? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know ki- what? No. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Yeah. No. And, and, and the other funny thing I think I brought it up before, but I'll bring it up every time now. When I realized it, that everything she's done lately has been straight to streaming. It is the be. the Lucio Ball thing was Amazon Prime, prom Netflix. Like all of her <laughs> most recent films have been a, a Netflix or Amazon Prime or like Hulu, or whatever sp- uh, specific thing, not in the movie theater at all. So just very funny the whole situation. But yeah, I think a lot of these people do something. They never think we'll just be, and then it's on the airplane monitor every flight. Right. Yes. you know what and I mean. It's like, and, there. You just, and then, and so, it just is ingrained in people's head. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, like, a bloodline. No. it's Everybody, get oh, up! You everybody, get up! You want it.
2: No, uh, it's the li- it's the one line though, especially somehow. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this, and that's <laughs> the line where you're just like, "Oh,
4: okay. uh,
2: I love uh, you, girl." Let's just see how many O's were on the end of that paycheck.
3: Point. <laughs> how
4: much Talk of it about is knee going? Extenders. Good
2: oh lord, she doesn't need them. And before I know that, we need to get into our segments. I just, yeah, um, you
4: know, you want it. Oh, you know, you want you want it. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need at least kind of bring up the Melanie Linsky article that has mm. gone everywhere because I'm fucking obsessed with Melanie Linsky. And um, Yellow Jackets just, man, stuck the fucking landing. Killing it as a show. Live, you want... Hold and I do a spoilery episode of Talking TV this week over on our Patreon if you would like to go and listen to our um, thoughts on it. And Melanie Linsky plays Shauna in it. If you... Uh, you know Melanie Linsky. If you look a picture of her, um, if you're not familiar with Yellow Jackets, you're like, oh, that amazing character actress who is not overweight. And in it, as a lead, she's never commenting on... Oh, I'm so big. Oh, I can't wear that. It's nothing to do with her weight. And there's also part of it that she is a romantic interest. And part of what she liked about the character was that it had nothing to do with, like, but I'm fat, which is not true, but she is, you know, TV fat, quote unquote, which is still a disgusting fucking phrase. Um, and she got the role. And then the producers were like, so when are you going to start training? Do you want us to get you a trainer for you to lose the, we'd love to help you with this, is what they said to her. And Melanie Linsky was like, with what? Um, What is it? Like She's like, part of the reason I love this character is that it wasn't about her weight. It never was. It had nothing to do with it. And then you're going to tell me that I have to lose weight after I get the role. And the best part about it is that Tawny Cypress, Christina Ricci, and Juliette Lewis Fucking rallied around her, and we're like, You are not going to tell her to, like, we will all walk. You're Whoa. not doing this. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And so it was a big story this week because I, and I, I feel like it was sent to be a lot. Not only I'm obsessed with Yellow Jackets, I think Melanie Linsky is one of uh, just what a fucking talented, what, like, what an amazing character for her to have in this show. And part of what we loved that we talked about on Talking TV that I love about Yellow Jackets that it's cool, interesting, in depth character studies of multiple female-identifying characters at different ages. And it has nothing to do with the normal things that you usually see that women talk about, you know? (laughs) And then for this story to come out after the end of it, and I love it too. Her, Her people didn't put it out until after the end of the show, and I love that as well. It just makes me love it even more. Um I and that's it. That's all I can say about it. I just like felt like I had to speak. Please, towards it yeah. Because I was so up- I was so upset on her behalf. And then when I read that, like the women like were around her, I was just yeah. like, Mm-mm. and I was like, oh, it makes me like it fills me with like, a rage. But then it fills me with this like, yes, community rage.
3: Especially cool um, to and have and like all actors who have been around for so long when the industry was so. I'm not gonna say it's necessarily better right now, but when like cultural standards were so much worse about, uh, you know, especially about weight, I think. Like, that the mm-hmm. 90s was just, like, the absolute most god-awful time. So, like, to have all these actresses be like, it, like, to be like, no, it's not gonna be like that. It's gonna be better now. You know, I feel like that's a really cool show of solidarity. Yeah,
4: it's always, it's, they say they're gonna be better, and then you actually have to check them on that. Yeah, that's good right. It's good that people check them on that. I'll just say it's awesome, and she's phenomenal on the show. Oh, my God absolutely phenomenal. I have, God damn, that show's so good.
3: Oh my God, I'm, I'm sorry, I still haven't seen it. I'm catching up on yeah, Queer jacket. Eye. Oh, You're
4: what did your whole family
3: have COVID? <laughs> yeah, my whole family <laughs> COVID. I'm still watching. I'm catching up on Queer Eye and I need to Dude, do Yellow Dude, it's so
4: good. This, see, that's been our one-two punch. Yellow Jackets and then a Queer Eye to like come down off of Yellow Jackets.
2: <laughs> yeah, you need to come down. You need a
4: little just bit of a... Just cry. Just sit there and like slow tear shed over every episode of that season of Queer Eye. Uh, it's amazing. I just want
3: to say, why did no one warn me about the school episode of Queer Eye?
4: Because, oh, oh my, my God.
3: Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah. There are not enough tears
4: in the universe. Which one? Oh, oh, well, wait, so what's? Cool. are you on a different season? What season are you on? The, the, the newest the one? The Texas one,
3: Yeah. One where they redid the school, they did this kids prom. That uh, the prom
4: episode. Have you gotten oh to God, the is animals to with disabilities no. episode? No, I can't watch no. the animals MJ, with disabilities episode. You are if you thought prom was fucking because my a, shit I is gotcha. school
3: communities Holden and I was it was about school. I communities. know, no, no,
4: the prom was one of my favorite episodes of the whole season and of the whole show in its entirety. But there's also just this fucking place for like. Of uh, uh, animals with disabilities, where oh. like the, the person is just, it's, and it pairs them with people with disabilities. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna cry out <laughs> All right, here we go. Hit me oh, with the share. Do you believe, you believe it? Me is the CW hiding a secretly taped gay episode of the cult show Supernatural? I already oh, love this. Tell me everything. Oh, this yes, one goes. So I wouldn't put deep it past bro's.
2: Jared Petal, lick me More like, I'm sorry, that was. I'm upset about what I said. <laughs> <laughs> At least I apologized now, right?
4: This one comes from Chloe. Uh, Hello there. My name is Chloe and my pronouns are they, them, and I am early for my dentist appointment, so I'm going to ramble a conspiracy to you from the waiting room. Because, I mean, probably no one outside of Tumblr cares, but Holden recently mentioned being desperate for conspiracy theories and it just so happens that Tumblr is going crazy this week about the latest chapter in a years-long nerdy gay fandom saga. So I don't know. Maybe you want to jump in and jump in. I did. It is so funny and amazing. (laughs) I'll, I'll get to the funny part in just a second. All right, so... This is the theory. Supernatural was a show on the CW. You, you guys watch any of it? There's like
2: a hundred seasons of it. I've, <laughs> seen. I've,
3: I've seen all the commercials for it. I've seen I all, think yes. Gideon watched it. He Especially like, with Riverdale. Like I feel like we both get, like, <laughs> yeah, I get. It's like, like I have I, to choose I've one, right? Episodes. He watches all the superhero shows on the CW, yeah. so he knows about, yeah. So it's like, I feel like I've breathed the air of Supernatural, but I've never seen an episode. So
4: in November of 2020, the show shocked viewers when the last few episodes leading to the series finale featured one- one of the most blatant instances of queer baiting ever in the history of ever <gasps> fans will roll their eyes at what an oversimplification this is. But the only essential fact of the crime against humanity was this a male character who fans had long hoped would be romantically paired with another male character. Finally said, I love you <gasps> after years. Then seconds later, that character, (in all caps literally got sucked into literal <laughs> Hell, <gasps> literally seconds after coming out as gay literally then Chloe leaks the actual moment I watched it it's so funny <laughs> he's like I love you I've always loved you.
2: Oh, oh no <laughs> See, we can laugh, but can you imagine watching it for 15 fucking years and be like, i mean, been been shipping these out. two characters? I would, like, so break, I would have broken the television.
4: Fans lost their shit and spawned a Tumblr subculture of memes and flabbergasted, hilarious outrage. The last 14 months since this happened has been a time of overanalyzing every piece of behind the scenes and social media about Supernatural. <laughs> One of the prevailing fan theories is that the show surely must have originally filmed an ending where Dean and Castile, aka Destiel, is the ship name, did get together and gay happily ever after, but that the conservative CW network made them scrap that and write a new ending to kill off the gayness. Up until recently, we thought that dissecting vague hints and celebrating the anniversary of the show's ridiculous finality was all we had left. But then, just this week, it's been revealed that the CW has literally never been profitable since its inception in 2006, and its parent (gasps) company, CBS and the the WB, are looking to sell the network. It seems highly probable that this is happening now because they lost so much money in viewership after Supernatural ended by alienating most of its fans who have been boycotting the network ever since. (gasps) This is extremely funny because Destiel is wildly popular and if they had only leaned into its popularity and exploited it, they could have actually made a a profit. This is basically a chance for the fans to feel a bit vindicated and make silly memes, just celebrating the downfall of the network that buried its gays. Wow! But it was also done a bit of fanning the uh, the flames of conspiracy. If the CW gets desperate, might they finally release the tapes that surely Whoa. exist? Did the network film the gayness and then try to keep it from us? Might all finally be revealed? I love. <laughs> did they fill the gate. I'll finally be revealed in a last ditch effort to win back fans <gasps> and save the CW it's very fun silly fandom drama that is unfolding in real time before our eyes if you've bothered to read this far thanks for joining the Reverend wow Love thank you Chloe this. for more fandom silliness all are welcome to be my internet friend I'm at Chloe the pain on all socials and if I do say so myself my tumblr page is particularly gay and adorable and this is my favorite part I'm also a musician and I am available to hire for commissioned songwriting requests if anyone needs a cheesy custom love song. I feel like they knew I was going to go check out their YouTube page uh, where there's an amazing cover of Taylor Swift's Lover, wow. as well as uh, on the right up, the, right at the top, uh, Simply the Best, a la Shit's Creek. Wow. Uh, so good. What do you say Chloe the what? Chloe, uh, Chloe the Pain, Chloe P-A-Y-N-E. The pain. Chloe the Pain, cheesy custom love song for Valentine's, or I don't know, a fandom anthem full of destiel references or something. Come find me on YouTube. Highly underviewed, highly underrated. Uh, Chloe the Pain, thank you so much. Wow. Uh, I was in that waiting room for 25 minutes. Don't worry, I'm out now, and my chompers are clean and happy. Thanks to everyone, helping <laughs> Hell it. Yeah. and Page Seven for getting us through these crazy times. You are appreciated. Thank you so wow. much, Chloe. Thank you, Allie. This, <laughs> this is, is so thank you. the I I'm so glad they linked the fucking. Uh, Moment in it because I watched. I was like, "This is." Oh, he's like, "I love you. I've always loved you. I loved you with all my heart." And then just like this black portal. <laughs> no,
2: oh so my god! Made,
4: like Scolder and Molly, uh, Mulder and Scully, or something like that. You know what I mean? And like that happening. I mean,
0: listening to your favorite podcast—that's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University.
3: Is like (laughs) we're like pretty queer, but they are so apologetic about it. It's like they're not just like we're a show for we're a network that has shows for young people, and so we have queer characters like Riverdale, like has a lot of queer characters. But they're like they're so fucking twitchy about it. They won't like
4: subdued.
3: Yeah, if the CW knew where its bread was buttered, they would be like, we are the queer network. We have queer, sexy teen. Superhero. Which we are a network of shows about queer teen superheroes, and and you know whatever Riverdale is Whoa. not superheroes, but fucking detective murder mystery. Supernatural ghosts, but like,
4: and at least everybody thinks KJ Appa is in the closet, so I don't know if that means anything. But he
3: got he's got a baby <laughs> with a lady. I won't watch it. Though.
4: And he drinks breast milk, which is very <laughs> yes,
3: he
2: does. Maybe we'll throw
3: Supernatural
2: on the list because um MJ Holden and I have been talking about starting to watch a show from its conception together with y'all over on our Patreon. But I would love it if you guys would roll over to our Patreon and start voting on which show we should watch. It could be Supernatural. Could be Sister wise. <laughs> um, those are not all the only right. options. We talked about many, many <laughs> options of what I could, I'm going to say that I could force Holden and MJ to watch with me from the beginning. Um, and I think that it would be a lot of fun if we did it all together. There you go. So stay tuned over on patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast, seven the number. And um, I'll be popping up a, Little poll for us to figure out what are we gonna start watching together? Because we did it with Pretty Little Liars, but um, you know, then like MJ Leia like, yeah, the kid, and then it was like Don't all blame these me. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was me. It was because then I made Holden start watching in the oh, middle
4: of Oh, you're pretty right. High. It was my god, it was I blocked Zelda. that out. Oh, yeah, yeah do no, you guys watch that show? Because
3: I love pretty little liars. <laughs> I, I oh, Holden, liars. I'm so sorry.
4: You know what's fun though? You could almost come up with a podcast concept around this, like just jumping into something on like season four <laughs> of like a dumb sh- of a show that's jumped the shark I mean like two ago desperately trying to catch up on what was going yeah. on kind of amazing that actually is like- really fun <laughs> It's like as it's just—it's so bad, shit, it's Like, you know what I mean? It's and you can say just, jump the
3: shark, but like, was there ever a shark to jump? Or was there ever, liars, yeah, yeah? You know? Or was there
4: ever water skis? No,
2: none of it. Absolutely none of it. And please don't make us watch. See, that's the thing. Supernatural. And what I, for some reason, always get upset about every time we watch Riverdale is that there are always commercials for Walker, which is I'm assuming a prequel to Walker Texas Ranger, where Jared um, Padalecki is Walker, Texas Ranger, and it's just like, sexier, Walker, Texas Ranger, and every time I see the commercial for it, I'm like, who cares? And this is coming from someone that has watched Riverdale for years. I've watched every single episode of the 15 seasons of Sister Wives. The and CW I is nothing.
3: <laughs> the CW has a lot of programming. I will give them that. They have so a much. tremendous amount of shows. There's so much. And if you have
2: any ideas of what you would like us to throw on our poll, hit us up at page7podcast.com gmail.com <laughs> um so I believe I believe that it's there I think they take of course CW, How could I not I, I believe I think that they should the you bananas. again Chloe yes and thank you so much Chloe the pain and um I guess it's time for the list? Oh, who's, who's on, the list? on the list? It's me! Jackie, gotta have that, that list. list. Well, I've already started talking about the list. Celebrities who have insured body parts is because of um, the worm time that I went down with Heidi Klum. Mm-hmm. I did not know this, that Rihanna has also has her legs insured her and legs? Rihanna did not pay for it, but it's because in 2007, Rihanna's legs were named the Celebrity Legs of a Goddess by Gillette. With that distinguished title also came an insurance policy for her legs. As a result, her legs are insured for $1 million. So here's the thing. What I'm starting to realize, because I was like, man, do, do celebrities often just choose to have parts of their bodies insured? Right, it's, it's more tied it to like is, an ad campaign. It's usually an ad deal unless unless you, it is just something that um, you want to have done like Tom Jones when he insured his own chest hair. Now, how do you make money on your own chest hair? I'm not quite sure. He said, that's right, not his voice or a body part, his chest hair. Apparently, it means a lot to the singer, as it's reportedly insured for almost $7 million.
4: Dollars. oh, <laughs> knee extenders uh, No, he doesn't
2: have any knee extenders <laughs> He doesn't need any knee no, extenders No, I need the knee extenders
4: for knee old extenders. Tommy
2: Yeah, for your chest hair <laughs> Um, And I had no idea that Julia Roberts' smile is insured Of course um, It has to be one of the most obviously iconic smiles in Hollywood And her insurance policy on it is for $30 million mm. And I think that like, in my brain, again, as a poor, I'm like oh my god how (laughs) much and then you think of at the end of the day like a celebrity that has been a celebrity for a long time has a lot of like a lot of money is going in and out at all times that it makes sense. Also on the list, Mariah Carey and her voice insured for $35 million. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Keith Richards' hands have been insured for $1.6 million. That nowhere near as much as a smile or a voice.
4: I mean, but that makes sense. Since that's what actually like makes the music make.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it does. It literally makes the music. I um it I think that part of my I, I, I that I felt connection with this list came from the fact that my Blurred Lines issue and the fact that Miley Cyrus has her tongue insured for one million dollars as wow. well and it did make me think of the MTV music video
3: with Robin
2: Thicke with- Oh, bullshit, bastard Robin Thick.
4: You know you want it. Oh, you know you want want it. it. Knee extenders. Knee
2: extenders. <laughs> what about Daniel Craig? Oh, it can't just be a part of Daniel Craig. It's his whole damn body. He has his whole body insured. It is separate than life insurance, which I did look into. Um, that he has his whole body insured for 9.5 million dollars. And last but not least, we got Kim Kardashian. Dadass! That ass is insured for $21 million. Oh,
4: broke the internet. That was one of my first I hate the internet moments. Oh, it
2: broke it. Oh, oh yeah, it's a breakable ass, thing. The big O.A. Oh. Yeah, no, she, she looks good. And um, I didn't even get, we didn't get into, and I didn't include any of the articles about the Kanye West being upset about it's, it seems scary what is going on between the two of them right now. Like sure. Kanye West seems to be, um, he needs help. He really needs to he needs some help. Well, I, just because
4: he got that floating dome house above her house. And then just like mm. showed
2: up at the kids' party and he was like, oh, I wasn't invited. Now he's like publicly threatening Pete Davidson. Oh, and yeah, it, yeah. it's ju- and like Pete Davidson's like, I got a bunch of bodyguards just in case, which like it, Why does he
4: sound like what's her name from Ninety Day Fiance? <laughs> oh,
2: I got a bunch of body No, he wasn't into turkey territory.
4: <laughs> oh my god, hold! And I
2: gotta get you to watch this new season Ninety Day Fiance before the, the Ninety new Days. I no, I watched
4: the new season. Uh, oh my god, but I I can't watch anything these days because I think I'm going blind. I do oh, we, we can't, can't see. see them. Um, oh, I'm so glad. I was really fingers crossed about you not putting this as a one of your links to talk about today. Oh, you thought I'm, I'm I was going snatch you. Shocked as well. Yeah, Snatch Game. I thought you were going to shocked as well that you didn't, Jackie. So let's see if you can guess this. Ooh, I like to keep it on
2: your toes. can't be the same people every week.
4: Right. The countdown now begins before the inevitable leaks of the women this married A-list actor was having affairs with on or communicating intent to have an affair between the two people, they're, hey, they just—I don't uh, announced believe that. I
2: think it seems that they have an open relationship. You're talking about Jason Momoa
4: and Lisa Bonet. Yes, uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet shocked the world when they announced that they were getting a divorce on Wednesday. It was
2: literally announced right when we finished. Yes, page seven.
4: Last it was. Week. Yes. and
2: I was just like, I feel like we've all. Discussed it, and it it, like I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't know them. I don't know, but it did seem that apparently, of what I had read through, that they have uh, essentially lived a separate, like two separate lives for years.
4: Yeah, Jason spent a good chunk of 2021 in Hawaii filming Aquaman two. He was photographed hanging out with friends after the film wrapped in December. Momoa has been uh, was seen living it up while partying with male pals. Bonet was not seen on the set or visiting the actors so I think they were probably been kind of split for a minute now
3: Yeah, gotta be tough when you're always living somewhere else to film you know yeah yeah yeah,
4: for sure it has to be
2: and I mean just man both of them just so hot Yeah, And um, uh, you can give me a call, Lisa Bonet or Jason Bonet. Either of you.
4: I'll be a nanny. (laughs) Also, I forgot this headline. It just popped in my head. That uh, apparently, I just read the headline. I didn't read the actual article, but Adam Driver skipped the House of Gucci rap party. And all he said about it was, I just... Wanted it to be over. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh God, I mean, yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
4: Um, so uh, here we go. does uh, uh, shit in
2: the jungle. You know? This is a
4: blast from the past one. Let's see if you can get this one. Hookups You Forgot is the category. Mm. So this is from a wa- way, way long ago. This is a late 80s, early 90s story. This permanent A-list, mostly movie actress who was the highest paid actress for a long time, used to hook up with this A-plus list, mostly movie actor who is best known for that long-running action franchise that involves having skills. She was on the list.
2: Julia Roberts?
4: Yes. Having skills. Miami Vice? Yes, very particular set of, of skills. skills. And it was a television show? No. Action franchise. Action movie franchise.
3: John claude Van Damme?
4: Some people are given, other people... They are taken. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it Liam Neeson?
4: Yes. Was it really before Natasha Richardson? He was 35. She was 19, bro. Whoa. They were living together just two weeks after meeting each other on the set of the 1988 movie Satisfaction."
2: Wow. Year was said that he was 35. In my head, Liam Neeson is still
4: 42. Right. He's just always older. Yeah. yeah, how crazy yeah. is that? That's I
3: would have 100% said that they were closer in age than that. Yeah, I thought so too. But yeah. oh,
2: that was before Natasha Richardson though.
3: Oh, oh it's tragic. I can't oh. look at Liam Neeson without feeling sad.
4: I should have started with my weak one. These were the good ones. Here's my weak one. I know the B-list actress says her relationship isn't PR and that it is real. Maybe she could explain why an hour after her, quote, boyfriend left the club alone, she was sucking face with another guy at the same club. We literally just talked about him. Pete Davidson and... No,
2: oh, not them, not Zendaya.
4: Just talked about him though recently, very sim- very closely to Pete Davidson. Con- Kanye oh, covers.
2: Kanye. Oh, and the, Julia the, Fox, the woman that he is love bombing. That is just like yes. it is. We did so we didn't really get into that, did we? The love no, bombing. No, we didn't. Thing. It's very like I like I think that the reason why I'm not really pushing getting into it is just like it is. It is a. It's. It's scary. It really is. It's like, I, it, for me, it's more of like it seems like it is a mental health issue of how he's reacting.
4: My question for you guys. And I'll never forget you guys. Nice. My question for you guys is: uh, Have you ever been love bombed, or have you ever love bombed? I think I've gotten too excited about a relationship and fucked it up because of that. Definitely. Like I got, I got so I was like, clear. I was like, I need this to work. Like I'm so into this, hundred percent, percent. And then, and then, like, and just be, went became a psychotic animal. Um, but I don't know if I love bombed because I think at that time I did not have enough. Money,
1: yeah, to love
4: bomb. I think if I had a lot of money, especially Kanye money, I would
3: probably have love and status. You people. kind of need status to love yeah. bomb. You can't be the one who like wants it more and still have it be love bombing because you're just thirsting at that point. Like, right. if you're the person yeah. with like less, less love status,
4: you can kind of fairy tale them into it. Like, you can be this like crazy. Prince of right, you know, I think love bombing implies you know,
3: power, right? To be like I'm, right. yeah. I'm using my power and my status and my yeah. skills to yes, to, like blind you with my. Well,
2: and also to do it publicly in a way that makes it very difficult for you to say no,
4: which is why it is that actually seems very, very scary. like Kim. You see, yeah, you see the lady in me. Do you see that seems very like that? that. Which I, which I honestly, in a way, can't blame him. To that degree, because of how blatant Kim has been with Pete Davidson. Right, right, right. Is, I, you know, I mean, you can blame him for a lot, but, like, I mean, I would I would also want to be making headlines if my recent ex that I'm still in love with was making headlines uh, with some guy. Especially because
3: he cares, I mean, his entire, I, I, I think the origins of him getting with Kim was being like, I want to be the most famous man in the world who's with the most famous woman in the world. Not that right. they didn't love each other, but that seem to be a pretty strategic coupling you know right yeah and i think that also part of it i think it is a level of
2: ego that i actually don't even even as a leo i don't even think i have that level like i don't think that like i could publicly be like i don't care whether or not you like it or not i'm going to love you publicly because i would be so terrified that they'd be like i don't like you jackie that i'd be like
3: yeah, uh, right.
2: uh, and just crumble into a pile of ashes. No, I could never. Like right. you know, like the phoenix in the back of Ben Affleck's back. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think that I've ever had that kind of courage to be able to do that. But also, like you said, Holden. Um, the money there you go. as well. I don't think and the
3: abusiveness. I, I think love bombing yeah. is, I mean, I it's don't want to use that word lightly, but it is like coercive. Good. At least, if not abusive, it is coercive. It's coercive. Oh, for an example,
4: it is, he took her up to a hotel room and literally had a gigantic wardrobe of clothes waiting for her. And she was like, it was like a princess moment, by the way. We keep talking, I forget we didn't actually talk about the details there. So, no, yeah, like it really, is. Really it's extensive, theory. like like ah, like just like so much uh immediately on yeah. this person. So
2: yeah, it's and it's um I think that's why like I, I, you know, I know that we try to keep it light and ever since, you know, we we've got to talk about issues at times. But this one is more just like I'm scared for this Young person, I'm scared for Julia Fox. I'm scared for Kanye. I'm scared for the people around them. And I'm like, I just hope he gets the help that he fucking needs. Yeah,
4: man. Yeah, um, knee extenders.
2: That is what he needs, Dude, and maybe he just needs to it? listen to a little bit of MCR, I don't know, and I don't then will you know, yeah, knees
4: of knee extenders. Yeah, you know, everybody get up,
2: no! get knee, extenders. knee extend. <laughs> but it's time for the shoutouts. Oh,
4: oh my. God in heaven, shout, shout, Shout.
1: Shout. let it all
4: out, out. these These are the emails that you wrote wrote it
3: about,
1: about.
4: come
3: on, on.
2: we'll read to to you, you. come
4: on. Yeah, whatever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for everything that you share over at page 7 podcast at gmail.com. I love all of y'all's love, and I really appreciate it. It fills me with smiles and positivity, and it's exactly what we need in this life. And if you just want to share something with me, or if you just want to say hello and hi, hit us up at page 7 podcast at gmail.com. That is seven, the number. But fully, Otto, thank you so much for sharing your love. Otto says, February 4th is my fifth wedding anniversary, and I want to give a shout out to my amazing wife, Christina. The last couple of years have been rough, but we love you all. Her especially. She watches all of Holden and Jackie's streams. Hello, Christina! And shares her favorite parts with me. Thanks for helping us get through these crazy years. And Christina, darling, I love you more than anything. Oh, Otto, so beautiful It's simple and sweet, and I really appreciate you. Happy anniversary! And oh my god, thank you so much, Astrid, for sharing about your amazing fucking. Partner, Naroli. Thank you so much for sending this in. It just filled me with light. Astrid says, My partner is a huge fan of the show. I've been indoctrinated secondhand, and they deserve a shout-out more than anyone I know. We've been together for just a touch over three years. Happy late anniversary, baby! And I couldn't have asked for a more amazing person in my life. They have so much passion for so many incredible things, and they can't help but radiate that warmth and intensity. To to everyone around them. They're constantly working on improving themselves and drinking in and experiencing as much of the world around them as they possibly can. And let me tell you, it is such a joy to be along for the ride. The last few years, they found a passion that they can turn into a career, something I think is super impressive during a pandemic. And so they're currently in surgical tech school, kicking absolute ass. We've all taken a bit of a circuitous route in finding our niche in the current capitalist hellscape, but it is so fucking cool to see the passion with which they pursue their future in this. They're also starting to establish themselves in a local drag scene, and they're kicking ass at that too. Their artistic vision and ability to put together wearable looks of art in days is something that I personally haven't ever seen before in the scene. If anyone out there is in the Denver area, keep your eyes out for Injects Hormones, and this is great, I-N-J-E-X-W-H-O-R-E-M-O-A-N-S, Injects Hormones, amazing amazing name really. um and Astrid, continue on saying i could go on for pages but i know y'all only have so much time so let me say that they make me so incredibly proud every day and i'm pretty confident in saying i'm the luckiest girlfriend in the world i also wanted to thank you guys i know they adore you and your show and from what we've listened to together y'all definitely deserve the praise thank you so much astrid and hell yeah i said oh of my loves. Uh, this is me, and I'm hugging you both right now, and I'm sending it out to you. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, Just real quick, Amanda, thank you for sharing the fact that you <laughs> said your my sister texted me to say, happy birthday, Amanda. Bob Saget is dead. Sisters always know how to make you feel special, don't they? It just really makes me think of how Henry told me about Betty White, and I appreciate you sharing this moment with me. And we got a couple self shoutouts in the can today, and I want to thank you guys so much for sending them in. Now, Kelsey writes in, "I'm sending myself a shoutout for getting through the end of 2021. The last few months of 2021 were awful. I started hating my job. Uh, My best friend, who was a little more than that, moved away thanks to the army, and he was the last friend I had left here. Everyone else has moved since graduation or COVID, and the people I like here still have all gotten in relationships and cut out." their friends and my dad found out he has colon cancer the only thing that got me through the end of the year was catching up on page seven and last podcast who you saw in charles in november fuck yeah i was worried i was going to sink into a depression but i haven't and i've made plans to fix things that are in my control so i'm shouting myself out for that 2022 will be better. My dad has surgery next week. I'm going to go visit my friend in March. I'm applying to go back to school to get my MBA. And I'm making plans to leave my job and my college city at the end of the year and start anew. The constant positivity of Page 7 has kept me going at work. And I don't know what I'll do now that I'm caught up. Ah, come hang out over on our Patreon. Be a twi baby with us. I didn't think I would be one myself. Um, but... Thank you so much, Kelsey. The friendship and love between everyone at LPN has inspired me so much. I'm surrounded by people who have tried to convince me that life ends at 22 for women. I'm 24. but You all have showed me that that's not true. Oh, baby, baby, it ain't true. It only gets fucking better. All my love to you and more, Kelsey. And to Natalie. Natalie wrote in, said, I'm writing a self shout out this week because I have a lot to celebrate and I want the world to celebrate with me. After a few years of working for the man as a bench jeweler, that's the person in the back making the jewelry, I decided to go into business for myself this year and open my own jewelry web shop, nataliemasonjewelry.com or at nataliemasonjewelry on Insta. Which also, Natalie, I totally checked it out and your earrings are sick as shit. Check out Natalie M-A-S-O-N M A S O N Jewelry.com. Congratulations! And Natalie continued on in saying, equally as large, I ended a six-year-long live-in relationship that I realized I was no longer happy in this week. I entered the relationship when I was 20 and have never been single as an adult, which is scary as hell, but I'm looking forward to it. You should. I'm currently in the process of moving all my stuff into storage and going home to spend some time with my family while I figure out my next move. Page seven has been on in the background while I pack and has made this whole experience less lonely. If anyone checks out the website, please know it's a work in process just like me. I love you all. I love the show and I'm so excited for what 2022 will bring to me. I won't stop believing in love and I won't stop believing in myself. Hell yeah, Natalie. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you guys all so much for sending in uh, anything to page seven podcast at gmail.com. It really makes, man, makes my fucking day. I love y'all. Page seven podcast at at gmail.com. All of my love to yees. (laughs) And um, I... I'm Jackie Sprouse. You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm. Also, come hang out over on our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Page Seven Podcast. We're gonna start doing some extra fun things over there, so come hang out. And um, also Tuesdays, Thursdays, I hang out over on Twitch.tv forward slash. Oh no, it's Jackie talking about sex on Tuesdays, talk about fashion, and usually just try to fuck daddies on Thursdays and uh, with Lisa Rose. And you guys should totally come hang out with us. All right.
4: There you have Not it. Okay. Uh, check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Ho. It's a sleepy good time. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. I we talk about how to train ourselves to move less. Oh. And <laughs> ways oh, no. to read books without uh, moving your eyes as much. I'm scared <laughs> of you <that. interview> now. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Uh, P, 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 T, P. P. Please join, uh, please send us emails (laughs) over at the Gmail. I am Uh my brain dead at this point. Uh oh there you go. number seven podcast at gmail.com. Obviously, your conspiracies are used by me. We all saw that earlier. We all were there. Uh, Blind items as well. And um, let's all, let's take a van straight to hell together, guys. (laughs)
1: Everybody
4: get up.
3: The extenders. Uh, my name is MJ. I'm MJK cat on Instagram, and I got uh, four <laughs> words, I think. And it's, uh, you know, you want it. Yeah. And it's five oh, words. Oh, oh, oh. God damn
2: it! I did it. We've infected everyone now. <laughs> now everybody has been infected. <laughs> And I apologize. It's and your I love fault. you guys. It's yeah. I
3: know it's. You my should be brain. sorry. Usually I'm I broken. say you shouldn't be sorry. Jackie, stop apologizing, but in this case, you should
4: apologize.
2: I should be sorry, and should I know. I sorry. need to be flagellated. And that's what
1: <laughs> this Whoa.
4: episode is. I don't want to say the <laughs> given, again, but that kind of works for it. <laughs> I love
0: you guys. Right, we'll be back out next out
2: week. <laughs> be safe. Bye,
0: everybody. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24 7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw